Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. What's going on, investors? Welcome back to Let It Grow. I am Jeff, and as always, thank you for stopping by. We've got uh, you know quite a bit of uh, different news going on out there. We've got some different updates on our week three investing challenge. We had some numbers coming in from some of the banks and some some different numbers out there from uh, from the Fed and just different different news going on that I wanted to get covered on this uh, this episode. So uh, real quick, before we get started, uh, if you're following along with the uh, investing challenge, we are now buying $200 a week uh, every Monday or Tuesday. This week will be Tuesday because the market will be closed on Monday. Um, so we're putting that into a Webull account. We're, we're investing you know, about $10,000 over the course of the year, and we're trying to see if we can't outpace the market returns. Uh, ultimately, we need to get some good growth early pick some right names early so those can have the full year to uh, do their thing and mature as much as they can. Uh, ultimately, I think the you know the November, December picks are going to be hard to really get any type of real gains out of those in such a short amount of time. But we might see another Santa Claus rally and uh, you know to close out the year. So we'll, we'll definitely be watching that. And I think some of the different picks are going to be uh, maybe a little bit more uh, growth oriented at first, and then we'll kind of trickle in some other things that are going to do uh, uh, pay us some dividends or give us a little bit of safety there throughout the year also. So ultimately, we're, we're really just trying to outpace that, uh, that S&P 500 number and see if we can't get any kind of outsized returns. And uh, so hopefully you guys are picking uh, names that are going to do that and ultimately get this account to do uh, you know more than that average of 10% a year on the S&P. But uh, yep, going forward, we've got uh, some numbers out of banks. We had uh, JP Morgan, Citibank, Wells Fargo, all saying that there's positive uh, deposit signs. The, uh, the consumer is doing very well. The numbers are about 30% higher uh, across the board, all account sizes, you know, um, you know, from the rich to poor, those numbers are all, all up about 30% over pre-pandemic numbers. So the uh, the stimulus has certainly put a lot of money out there. There's people with more money in their accounts. And uh, ultimately, it's making it a little bit harder for um, banks as well to keep uh, people, keep their employees happy and keep them, uh, keep them paid well to stay in place. They've uh, definitely had a lot of people trying to leave. And uh, a lot of them have been instituting bonuses and uh, uh, pay hikes in order to keep these people uh, employed and keep them happy. So uh, ultimately, that means that some of their uh, profits aren't staying in the company. They're going back to employees. They are doing some buybacks here and there on the stock side. But uh, one thing that they did all say in one way or another is that trading and loan revenues are in a decline. So the money's out there on the corporate side. But uh, not as many people are looking for loans right now. Uh, and we also saw that in the home sales, existing home sales numbers have declined for December, which, uh, you know, I think at some point we kind of knew that was coming. 
And uh, I think the market will probably overreact to that news that home sales are slowing. But uh, ultimately, we had a very strong run uh, during the pandemic of people looking to buy homes. Those prices were going through the roof and they are actually still increasing. Uh, there's still a shortage on housing. There's still, you know, however many hundreds or millions of homes that uh, are anticipated to be needed, depending on what market you're in. And uh, ultimately, there's a lot of people looking to uh, put their money to use by buying these larger homes or investment properties or even a second home type thing like that. So um, we've really got to keep an eye on what the uh, what the Fed does, what the interest rates are looking like. And ultimately, are these banks going to be able to make more money in this environment? I had originally said yes. Uh, as those rates go up, the banks generally do well. Um but we got to see if the uh, the wage inflation and some of the other price hikes ultimately hurt these banks. Uh, I still think that with the the rate increases, they can turn a profit. We just really got to see about uh, some of the different slowdown and some of the stuff where they were going to be making the money. Is that business going to slow down or can they ramp up and make more money at these higher interest rates? Uh, time will tell. We, we've got uh, two or three different uh, rate hikes this year. We're going to see what happens and uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on it as to where the banks are. Um, originally, I had said that uh, banks uh, or financials, healthcare, energy, industrials, materials are going to be where people are rotating into for a little bit more safety uh, to get that dividend, to get that smaller uh, growth rate that they are kind of more predictable uh, versus being in some of these small cap growth names. So we have seen a lot of people rotate out of these growth stocks and into the uh, the safer plays, the, those names I just mentioned. So ultimately, the, the NASDAQ has been hurting. It's been hurting more than uh, more than we'd like to see. I've been saying that I've been buying the, the growth stocks that other people are getting rid of. Um, I'm trying to pick them up cheap and I have a longer timeline as to when I'm going to sell these or ultimately rotate them into uh, dividend names when uh, the cash value in my account gets large enough to buy enough dividend stocks that will allow me to kind of ease back on some of the work that I do. Um, so I want to ultimately retire on dividends. That's one of my long-term goals. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. So, uh, I had re this is actually the third time I'm recording this, but, uh, I was trying to explain this one point, uh, earlier and I kind of confused myself. So I'm going to give it a try again. We had in the NASDAQ, 36% of the names in the NASDAQ are down over 50% since November. And these are the names that I'm trying to buy the ones, you know, Matterport, ChargePoint. DraftKings, SoFi, all these different names uh, that have sold off more than 50% are ones that I'm really looking to add to. And well, normally on a 8% decline in the NASDAQ, oh no, we're down 8% in the NASDAQ. On a regular 10% decline in the NASDAQ, normally 12.5% of stocks are down by 50% or more. So we are currently down 8% and 36% of the names are down by 50% or more. So that is triple the amount of names are down by over 50%, but the NASDAQ hasn't fallen 
to that 10% level. We haven't seen a 10% decline. We're at 8%. So what does that mean? Uh, ultimately, it means that something is holding up the, the value of the NASDAQ to where we're only seeing a 8% decline market-wide in those NASDAQ names when 36% of them, over a third, have dropped over 50%. So names like Apple, Facebook, Google, Microsoft uh, are holding up that average to a point where there's so much money and they're so concentrated in these couple names that the rest of the NASDAQ will not go down. Ultimately, I think if uh, big cap tech were to fall, these names would go much lower. And I do think that a lot of people are rotating from small cap growth into the big cap tech in order to have that safety, in order to know that their money's invested in Apple or uh, some of these other big names that have been uh, kind of that bellwether that's holding everything at that uh, kind of steadier market pace and prediction uh, to where they know that they're going to be getting a return. Although it might be less than some of the growth stock names, they're protecting themselves. Uh, there's there's other reasons for the market to be selling off. There's um, some of the short interest on some of these names. People are trying to short them in order to protect their portfolio. And, you know, we've got all these different supply chain problems, inflation problems, wage problems, uh, COVID concerns. You know, those numbers have been rising. Maybe not as bad as before, but there's still concerns out there. So ultimately, I think there's a lot of appetite for going to safety. There's a lot of people running to the down names that we've talked about and the larger names that uh, people think are going to weather the storm a little bit better. And everything that is not profitable in the way of small cap growth has been punished. And uh, those are the names that I'm ultimately looking to to add on these uh, these big declines, ones that I think are going to do better and really lead to outsized returns in five to 10 years. And as I've said, that's my timeline. That's my horizon. Um, so ultimately, I'm trying to get them on the cheap and uh, and ride that wave back up. So um, you really got to just figure out where you're at in your investing timeline, whether you should be buying some safety or if you're more of a risk taker and you can add to some of these growth names on this dip, uh, it's really an individual process, whether you want to take that risk or you want to play it safe, or even if you want to buy an ETF that uh, just covers the whole market. Uh, when we pull down that 8%, you could buy you know, the triple Qs and uh, wait for that NASDAQ run to rotate and come back up. And I think the NASDAQ could ultimately do, uh, do better once some of these inflation and uh, interest rate concerns are baked in. We'll definitely see these numbers come back up. It is it is a rubber band and an ebb and flow in and out of these names. But ultimately, I do think they're going to do well. Um, but like I said, the, the growth stocks that have gone way down, I think they're going to come on back up and uh, could do outsized, outpaced returns. And ultimately, that's what I'm looking for on these growth names that I have been uh, throwing some money at here lately. But uh, we're going to get into the, uh, the week four challenge here uh, right now. All right, guys, we are back. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, some of the options we had out there for for week four. I've been looking up and down, left and right, trying to think what does everyone that is a, a listener and investor want to see and what uh, what ultimately are we getting excited about? 
um, trying to make heads or tails of that. I was really looking at some healthcare stocks, some different bank stocks, some different uh, industrials, even went through the, uh, the dividend aristocrats list. Um, a lot of them are doing well. As I've said, the, the Dow stocks have been doing well and performing uh, above average. Uh, and for that reason, I mean, it made it a little difficult. Uh, you know, I want to ultimately keep you guys uh, with names that you really want to add to your own portfolios, as well as ones that we can get a better return on, on the investing challenge here. Um, so I, I did look at, uh, like I said, healthcare names, and some of them made sense for me. But then as I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know, there's a, in my mind, there's a clear winner. Um, so now I, I really wanted to throw out a challenge to where everyone's got something that uh, they, they probably have a favorite and it's pretty widespread here. So the names for this week, for week four, are going to be Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, and Google. And originally I thought, you know, this one's going to be uh, probably like an Apple-Microsoft battle. Um, but I mean, now that I, I posted the, uh, the week four challenge, it, it looks, uh, it looks like we've got pretty, pretty even results. I think, uh, Facebook and Google are lagging behind, but, uh, when we're looking at them, uh, you know, the PEs are a bit higher on some of these than what they normally are. I'm looking at, uh, Apple and Microsoft, those, well, Apple is at a 31, Microsoft's at a 34. And Apple generally trades down in the lower 20s. If it gets down in the teens, uh, I say buy it hand over fist. Unless, I mean, even if there's some, you know, small news that comes out, you know, or I guess even big news, like when the, the battery uh, debacle happened and they were apparently limiting how long the, the battery life was going to last and more or less trying to get people to buy new phones, that, that PE had dropped. And I mean, that was definitely a, a time to buy looking back. But so these PEs are a little bit higher right now. Um, Amazon is at a 63 PE, which is lower than where it typically is. Facebook is, I think I got my numbers crooked, uh, 23 times PE on Facebook. Google's about 27. Uh, all of them are, when we're looking at what the analysts say, they're all in the 20% ish range, except for Apple. That one comes in at 3.6% upside. And now that one had had a large run from that mid 130s that I was targeting as a buy level uh, a few months back. That was really the spot where I was uh, traded out of it at 155. I bought back in in the one, you know, mid 130 range. And now we're sitting, you know, 177, I believe it is. And, you know, that one, I, I think we're going to have a tough time breaking over that $3 trillion valuation that they are at right now. I think that is going to be a psychological number that uh, we're going to kind of teeter-totter with. We're going to go above, going to go below. And ultimately, I, I think they can break out when uh, they come out with some new innovation, the autonomous car, the, uh, you know, some of the different things that they want to do. Uh, ultimately I do think that some of these other names, uh, you know, when I'm looking at Facebook or Google, uh, I do think they could do something more with the metaverse. Ultimately, I don't know if Apple is going to be the front runner there. 
um, because I think a lot of those technologies could possibly hurt the iPhone sales. Uh, if people get away from smartphones, if there's a, a smartphone disruption, uh, it could be something to do with the metaverse, in my opinion. Uh, so I don't know that Apple's really going to try to make a product that is going to, you know, deteriorate their their bread and butter right now. So for that reason, um, I think Apple's kind of in a state of limbo until they can kind of either come out with something, innovate one way or another. Uh, I do think they're a great company. They got more cash than they know what to do with. Uh, they've they've proven that they make smart po- uh, partnerships and smart moves in order to further that growth. But uh, a lot of these other companies are uh, are great candidates as well. You know, Facebook at a 23 times PE is, you know, cheaper than where it normally is. And even Google at a 26 or 27 times PE is probably lower than where it normally is as well. So these uh, these numbers are uh, close. There's a lot of different reasons to get invested into any which one of them. Uh, but ultimately, I want to see what you guys say and see what we are going to be investing in uh, next Monday and ultimately ultimately see where we're going to go with this one. So hopefully this one gets everyone a little bit more intrigued as to uh, get out there and vote and let us know what you want to uh, see be added into the portfolio. But uh, so this one is live. Week four is live. Uh, make sure you go to the Let It Grow Investing page and uh, get your votes in for week four. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.